0: All right, take two. Uh, basically, what happens? I I'm trying to eliminate this Windows system problems one by one. Uh, and it takes it takes a lot of work, you know. Windows, forget it. I don't need to, this. Is not you're not going to tune in to hear me complain about Windows. You do tune in. To see the new lower third that I have that you can actually read right now. That's right. We're doing a little bit of work on post-production. I actually, again, ripped everything apart and put it all back together. And I have a completely different setup. This time I'm trying to make the the, the workflow a little bit better. And uh, so the way that, that things work here, uh, it's it's hard to describe. I, I You know, I'm going to have to do behind the scenes at some point. But it helps if you turn the audio interface on. I'll just say that. We'll just leave it at that okay 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 it is january 8th it's friday we've completed the first week of 2020 and what a nightmare this has all been uh yeah so uh i do have some little tweaks and changes you saw the new lower third of course, I want to remind y'all, like and subscribe and hit the bell. Makes a big difference for the channel. I've noticed some of you are doing that, but still like 92% of the people who come here and watch are not subscribed. So just subscribe and like, and it helps. It helps tell YouTube that y'all are here, and that helps me. Um, I also did this. Look, patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. Come on in and support the show. It uh, it really does help. It really does help. I need money. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, and my friends over at meh.com. Do you know meh? Meh? These guys have something new every single day that they sell over there. And uh, today, it's some kind of, oh, it's already gone. But it was a Dutch oven, and you missed it. You missed it. But if you want to help support the show and you don't want to actually donate money to the show, you can go to com slash Dan. Friends over at meh, making that possible. I said, I want you guys to sponsor the show. And they said, well, we're, we don't want to sponsor the show, but we can make a special URL that'll give you a, like a tiny little commission if people buy. So you missed the Dutch oven, but go to mad.com slash Dan uh, and uh, let's get started doing the show. Remember yesterday I said that uh, I haven't seen any official word from Trump at all, like specifically saying that he won't – that that not that he concedes, but that he will – He will transition away. Well, in fact, we have it. Uh, Trump has publicly acknowledged he won't do a second term. Now, this is CNN, and they're saying that he incited the mob. A lot of people feel that way. Uh, But he actually did come out and say, quote, a new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. This is in a video taped at the White House. He says, my focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. So, that's what happened uh, after several days of waiting for an official statement. We have one. Uh, now, here's something interesting. And this is something I thought about while all of this stuff was going on. Um, where was all the security at the Capitol? Did they really not know to anticipate something like this? Like, did they, did they really not know? Is it possible? Well, here's an article on, uh, on NPR where they are actually saying, like, where was the security? Did they re- – <laughs> look at this picture. It's got people scaling the wall. I mean, where was everybody? I've heard that now there were, uh, there were five deaths now. Five deaths. We should have had zero deaths, uh, but we had five. Uh, but this is an interesting article. It's from NPR uh, basically just saying, like, They saw people coming toward the Capitol. They knew it was going to happen. There was no protection. There was no nothing. Here's a quote uh, from uh, NPR's Hannah Allum. That's your name, dude. We followed the crowd as it goes up to the hill toward the Capitol. There's scaffolding set up for the inauguration already, she added. But as far as protection, all we really saw were some mesh barriers, some metal fencing, and only a small contingent of Capitol police. And we watched them being quickly overwhelmed. Uh, Yeah. Why was no one called out ahead of time? Why were they unable to anticipate this? I don't have any answers. Um, Trump has announced, surprise, that he will not be uh, in attendance of the inauguration. This came after the video that he, where he effectively, they're saying in this article, effectively conceded. Uh, not a surprise there either. Uh, and one other thing that, was interesting to me that I wanted to bring up is this other article on ABC News where they're saying that they found I guess they're saying uh, they found hazardous material. There were two devices that uh, really we can just be honest and call them bombs. They say that quote they could have caused quote great harm. Okay, and uh, they have uh, a picture here of one of these which looks to be a pipe bomb with a timer attached to it. Now, what's interesting is they were discovered, one was discovered near the Democratic National Convention headquarters and one was by the Republican National uh, Committee, rather, uh, headquarters. And uh, they were in both places. So what does that tell you? Does that tell you that it probably wasn't uh, somebody who was a Democrat or somebody who was a Republican? Maybe it was somebody else? I don't know. Who could, have, who could have put these there, uh, one in front of each place? Were they really going to go off? Were they hazardous? Was it a joke? No one knows. No one knows. He's got the mind of a child. Right, let's go to the next story. Uh, another article, the last one that I have to talk about today, here is from The Guardian. Uh, the Guardian's uh, representative was there describing the event, this is a long article basically t- walking you through the entire experience from a first-person standpoint of somebody who was there, but not protesting, just kind of there to cover it. So if this is interesting to you, you can uh, check this out. This article is written by Saul Loeb, so you can, uh, you can review that first-person account by a journalist, uh, and it'll be a slightly different account, I think, than you would get uh, from one of the protesters. Uh, Simon & Schuster has canceled a plan for Senator Hawley's book. Uh, uh, This is an article in the New York Times. A publisher faced calls to drop the Missouri Republicans' upcoming book, The Tyranny of Big Tech, following criticism of his efforts to overturn the presidential election. So they have gotten rid of that book. It will no longer be published, at least not by Simon & Schuster. Prediction. He self-publishes the book okay now on to COVID news excuse me I'm in need of medical attention they have announced that the Pfizer vaccine works against the key variant mutation Uh, this is something that we were a little bit worried about Um, where's the lemon grab cough that's the one I'm looking for where who I swear to you someone came in here and changed things because this is not all of this is different than the way that I have it set what do I do? To, oh, there it is. What is it down there for? All right. Uh, so anyway, this is good news, right? We um, we now know that this mutation, the, apparently the one that uh, lets it infect people more quickly, but doesn't kill them, uh, that is still, that variant is still handled by the vaccine. Uh, and, and my understanding is that all of the ones that come out that are minor variants should be. That's my understanding. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a doctor. Come on. Now, another article that I uh, found uh, saying, yes, you can still get infected with COVID-19 after being vaccinated. Here's why. Now, that's a bit of a uh, clickbait kind of an article, I think, um, <laughs> because it it once it, it they want to scare you, right? They want that, well, you can still, you can still get infected. Whoa, you can still get infected. Okay. But it's they're, they're just trying to scare you basically. And here, listen, listen, to how the listen to the lead in. This is all thanks to Eric Levinson. Thanks, Eric Levinson for trying to scare us. Listen to this. I'll even play the creepy music. On December 18th, the San Diego emergency room nurse was given a shot of the COVID-19 vaccine. A week later, he tested positive for the virus. Okay. What does that mean? Why, why are they trying to scare us? Here's what they're trying to say. Yeah. Okay. So Chris in the chat room is saying, uh it's only 95% effective uh so th- here's the story as covered here uh hey eric um it's Not that it doesn't work. It's that you need to get two doses of it. Okay. So you have to go in the first time and then you have to wait a week or so, and then you have to get vaccinated a second time. And even after your second time, it takes a week or two before this actually becomes effective because the way this vaccine works, I'm not sure if this is all vaccines or just this one, but the way that this vaccine works is it basically teaches your body So, yeah, you can get infected a week later. It doesn't provide you with instantaneous immunity. And here's another thing. Even after you've waited the time that it's required before you are, quote, unquote, immune to it, uh, it, it's still possible for you to pass the coronavirus on to somebody else. Now, you might not be affected by it, but you can still contract the virus You will have no symptoms or a few mild, minor symptoms, if any, in theory, but you are still infected, right? So you go out there and you say, Oh, I don't need a mask, right? I don't need a mask. I got the vaccine. I'm fine. You can still have the virus and spread it to somebody else. Interesting, isn't it? So you still need to wear a mask if masks work at all, but the theory is that they do. uh, And you can still infect somebody else with it. So just because you are now safe, having been vaccinated, you can still have it, pass it on to somebody else. And if you're not wearing a mask and they're not wearing a mask, they can get it from you. So just keep that in mind. And they also say that immunity wears off over time. They don't know how long. They hope that it lasts, but if the virus mutates a little more, then that vaccine won't be effective and we'll be in the same situation we are every year with the flu. Which is it evolves, it changes, and you can still get sick. What are people saying over here in the chat? It looks like I've missed a lot of these interesting chats, and I, I don't wanna do that. So you know people are uh people are saying the background looks great. what did I, I didn't change Oh, well, I did rip it apart and put it back together again, but I didn't touch the background. Um, uh, so we've got some people from South Florida. hi, We've got Andy in there, Eric Nelson. Uh, we've got Brian in there. Yeah, he liked that, uh, the toilet flushing one. Uh, Chris is saying it's only 95% effective, but that's not why, as I just explained. It says, uh, Bill says, depending on which version of the COVID, 19, uh, COVID vaccine, they're saying 80% after the first week and the first dose 90% after a week, a week after the second dose. So that's the question. They say that uh, Chris is telling me in the chat room that the flu shot, is only like 50% effective. So yes, 95% is basically badass in the grand scheme of things. I don't stop nothing. So you idiot. good news, and uh, look, I'm so happy with my lower third. Don't you like the lower third? And look, here's a subscribe, and here's the Patreon. You want to support the show? Patreon.com/slash Dan Benjamin. Uh, let's do the next article. Apple apparently is in negotiations with none other than. Hyundai, Hyundai to build the Apple car. Now, I just read an article that said the Apple car is years away from being ready. It will be like 2025 before it will be ready. But check this out. Two updates to this article that came in. The first one, Hyundai confirmed that it is in discussions with Apple that's a big one we understand that apple is in discussions with a variety of global uh automakers including hyundai motor as the discussion is in its early stage nothing has been declared now or, or decided now that's interesting because in the past famously during steve job's tenure as ceo of apple was it nvidia i think it was nvidia uh fact check me on this chat room um a company announced that Apple was going to be using its graphics cards in all their new Macs and weren't they happy? And this was this huge contract that they had gotten. And uh, at the end of the day, Apple got wind of that and said, not only aren't we gonna do that because we announce this stuff, remember Steve Jobs, we announce this stuff, you don't announce it. So guess what? We're not gonna partner with you. We're canceling the contract and we're gonna go with another uh, graphics GPU. It sucked because they were really good and it probably would have helped Apple uh, in gaming a lot, but such is life, right? But the second update Bloomberg is reporting that Hyundai revised their statement, removing the reference to other automakers. Ooh, interesting. I think that was their way of kind of saying. Well, you know, Apple's talking to a lot of people. It's not just us. Uh, But listen to what they said. It issued another revision that omits Apple completely. (laughs) Listen to this. We've been receiving requests for potential cooperation from various companies regarding development of autonomous EVs. No decisions have been made as discussions are in an early stage. You can't walk this back now. And Hyundai might have just screwed themselves. But do do you find that Hyundai is kind of a weird partner? I thought about that at first. Why Hyundai? Why not? For example, we talked about Tesla the other day. Maybe Apple had wanted to acquire Tesla and we know it's not going to be Tesla. Nobody wants to work with Elon Musk in that capacity, not a company like Apple. Why? Because Apple wants to what? What's the word? What does Apple want to do? Yep, I heard it. Control. They want to control everything, don't they? Apple wants a partner that they can control. They can control Hyundai. Hyundai is going to bend over backwards and do everything. Anything that Apple asks, anything that Apple asks, literally, whatever they want. That's the first part of it. The second part of it is Hyundai is Korean, which means they're based in Korea, which means they have very, very affordable, very, very high quality workforce ready to go and build these things better than Japan, way more affordable than Japan. And I would argue, although... In America, the impression of Hyundai is that it's maybe lower than like a Toyota or a Honda. In reality, in what I've what I understand about it is that they're actually very, very good. Uh, so, what does Apple get? It gets a partner that they can control, completely control, with all of the uh, skills, uh, skilled labor that they need, affordable labor that they want, and uh, truly. A company that can that already knows how to produce at a very very high volume you would think wouldn't they go with someone like uh, bmw or one of these other companies that are known and respected for making very high-end stuff because we know it's going to be high-end but the reality is no because even if they were willing to work with apple to produce a car for apple which why would they uh it doesn't make sense it it doesn't help their brand at all whereas Hyundai they are poised to be helped in this way they they need the help I mean they're not selling the way that uh, the way that Honda is right why wouldn't Apple just buy them I would think I would think that if this deal goes through and we actually see Apple cars and Hyundai is the one that makes them I don't think it would be long before Apple would just acquire Hyundai what do you think is that crazy I don't know what do you think I want to hear your thoughts on that. But I think that I am correct. correct. Next article. Oh, and I have another one about Hyundai in here too, in case you wanted it. Uh, This is a little bit more about their stock. It sent their shares soaring by 19% when this was announced. Pretty interesting. Let's keep a watch on that article. Okay, now... I don't have. Do I have a good sound effect to introduce the privacy section? Hmm. I do what I feel. Yeah, we can use that one. Did you hear about WhatsApp? If you're a WhatsApp user, you're going to have to share your personal data with Facebook's empire starting next month or you just have to stop using. If you don't agree... You've got to get off of that platform. So, what does this mean? I'll tell you. And it's been updated. Users must agree to share their. And this is an article in the Register by Katiana Quach. That's your name, dude. Okay. Um, But WhatsApp users must agree to share their personal information with Facebook and its wider empire if they want to continue using the messaging service from next month according to its new terms and conditions. Here's the quote. As part of the Facebook companies, WhatsApp receives information from and shares information with the other Facebook companies. We may use the information we receive from them and they may use the information we share with them to help operate, provide, improve, understand, customize, support, and market our services and their offerings, including the Facebook company profits. So what do you make of this? For me, it's very, very concerning. Uh, some of you may say, well, what's the big deal? Uh-huh. You know, But I think it actually is a big deal. And for many people like me, War were declared. it is a very serious deal because I don't want that. But basically, you've got to accept the agreement by February 8th or be blocked from using their app. Now, what is WhatsApp? WhatsApp is an application that does end-to-end encryption and allows you to chat and do voice and calls and other things. A lot of people use this outside of the United States. Here in the U.S. it's not as big, but if you have friends in international places or you are in another country, WhatsApp is like the number one thing that people use apparently, even more than messages or more than Facebook Messenger or other things like that. It's a big deal. I didn't know this until Maybe about a year ago, and uh, a friend of mine was going to be doing some traveling, and they were basically like, oh, I am switching to WhatsApp for everything because it's used internationally. Oh, and we have the international language. (laughs) I almost missed an opportunity. Can you believe that? Let's do it again. The international language. All right. So what are you going to do? Are you going to switch? And what should you switch to? Well, Elon Musk tweeted this morning. uh, He said, use Signal. Signal's really good. Uh, Signal would be another option that provides you with end-to-end encryption. Telegram is another one. I've used both of these apps experimentally. Uh, they provide you with all the same stuff that WhatsApp gives you. Uh, they even have things that will like auto expire your message. They do end-to-end encryption. The um, Telegram has a, what's called a secret chat that not only does the end-to-end encryption, but doesn't even go through the Telegram server somehow. So there are other options, but if I were you, i'm gonna i'm gonna go this far and say yeah it's time to cancel uh whatsapp i think what's going on over here in the chat room oh a little bit i should you know i should look over here in the chat after each story uh because you're adding a lot uh of of value here and i need to just leave this running uh yeah, so um, Ivan says, Elon literally offered Tesla when they went through a big crisis. He said that. Yes, I, I did cover that story uh, that when uh, when Tesla was in trouble, they wanted to talk to Apple and uh, Tim Cook wouldn't even take the call. Uh, and yes, Bill says, Apple and Elon, you can't have that many control freaks in one, one room. Um, oh, Sandy is, uh, and Sandy made me the, bu- did I not show you guys the bunny corns? Hold on. I put it? Oh, it's over here. Hold on. All right. All right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Check this out. Oh, hold on. Where are you? Here. Look at this. Look at the little horn on this bunny. This is from uh, Star Trek Picard. It's out of focus. This is from Star Trek Picard. Look at this. She made this. And she sent them in to us. So thank you for that. We've got to uh, say thanks very much for for doing that. Okay. Uh, But she says, I'm not in love with my least Hyundai Tucson. Interesting, but don't know that this would make me reconsider the brand when it comes out. Uh, Of course, Jared points out built-in access to the Asian markets, of course. Uh, uh, Bill Kempthorne says, Hyundai is also trying to launch a luxury Genesis and electric brand, which might fit the partnership better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. they don't need to own hyundai just like they don't need to own foxconn now hang on hang on i've got a comment about that we'll come back to that uh transition to signal yes i think everyone should uh should do that okay let me oh and telegram got hit with a location security concern last week bill is also saying uh so okay but but um now i've now i've lost it oh yes they don't need to own foxconn uh they don't need to own hyundai You're right, but it's going to depend on how important the Apple car is to Apple. And here's what I mean, it's not necessary that Apple own Foxconn. In fact, it might be better for them to not own Foxconn. And I agree that it might be better for them to not own Hyundai. However, if this becomes important enough for them they will eventually buy hyundai i think if their market cap reaches three trillion if it reaches tell you what i'll tell you what if they come out with an apple car and it's built by hyundai and the year is 2025 or beyond and their market cap is 5 trillion they will buy hyundai okay so come see me in 2025 and uh see if i'm right okay now here's something else weird roku says that roku tv was the best-selling smart tv os in north america for 2020. does this does that sound right to anybody does this sound right to you do you have a recorder uh it says that it was the top selling smart tv os not device but os (laughs) Uh, Roku TV held 38% of the market share in the US and 31% in Canada based on available data from January 5th through January through December 26, 2020, maintaining the lead spot in both regions. But since when is that a measurement of anything that anyone cares about? That that it was the best selling smart TV OS? I don't know anybody that has a Roku. But you know why they win? Because the Roku software is built into televisions all over the place. That's how they're measuring it. Half the people, more than half the people who buy a TV, the Roku software and OS is on there. And that's what they're using. That's why. It's not that they're going out and they're buying the little Roku boxes and plugging them in. I don't know anybody that's buying one of those. Those are Okay, I do know, actually. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, They're low-end things. So if you can't afford an Apple TV... You buy a Roku, right? Am I right about that? Is that wrong? Is that, Am I wrong, chat room? Is that right? Uh, my Vizio, t- Andy says, my Vizio TV is starting to crash after, wait for it, getting software updates. Yeah. And uh, Chris, yeah, of course I need a 5 by 5 app for Roku. I used to have one. I might still have one. It might still be out there. Um Et says I have an, a Roku Two and a Roku OS built into a 32-inch TCL TV in my son's room. We never use exactly. They're they're there. My TV. <laughs> they want they want the toilet. Um, my TV has, uh, and it runs Android. My television <laughs> is an is an Android phone basically, just really big. So <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really happy about it, but uh, I guess Roku, you, you've earned this. It's number one. Okay. <laughs> um, do you remember? <laughs> it's number one. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you remember Simple? I was so excited when Simple came out. Simple was like an online bank and a card, and they were all online. They had no physical presence at all. You couldn't walk into a, a bank and do anything. You didn't need to. It was all online. It was all with a website, and I knew some of the people that were founding the company, and when they first launched, it was, It was they really, really made the whole concept of like the waiting list for potential new customers be a big thing. They made it happen. They came out a principle. Their principle was... We don't suck. That was like their motto. And they had a wait list. I'm look, reading in this article, but it was like 125,000 people that wanted to, um, to, to get involved and become a Simple customer. And I think it was Simple.com. Well, they're closing down. I've got to do the, I've to do the toilet flush for them because they're gone. They get the full flush because they're gone. They sold in, uh, in 2014, for $117 million to Spanish banker BBVA, or should that be BBVA? I don't know. But uh, they started out in Brooklyn, then they moved to Portland when uh, Portland was having like this technology renaissance thing, and then they said that they changed the industry, and I think they did, because look at what Apple did with the Apple Card. I know Apple Card isn't a bank, but this was the same concept of like, we're going to do it all online, and... Um, and so, you know, it, it, they were one of Portland's largest tech employers. They had 220 people, uh, according to BBVA, at uh, 80% of them were in the Northwest. But it's not like if you have a simple account, it's just being converted over to BBVA instead. Um, am I supposed to say it like, do I have to, can I just say BBVA, please? Do I have to say it like that? He has a French accent. Okay. Anyway, so goodbye, simple. Now, here's a fun article um, over in uh, Art of Manliness, how to build a campfire that will last through the night. I need to sleep. This is the thing. Whenever I, I don't get to make a lot of fires here in Texas, but when I do, it seems like I'll build it and it'll go out after like a couple hours. And usually that's fine because that's all I want. I'm not camping in my living room. But Here's just a simple diagram that explains how you want to – so, that, you know, you can put your rocks around it. You got to uh, – you got to position. And for those of you who are listening on the podcast, the theater of the mind. Uh, you got to position the wood with minimal spacing at this layer here. But then at this top layer, you're, you're going to have a little bit more spacing, see? And you want it to be in this pyramid shape, right? And then you want to put the tinder on top and it burns down. And anyway, this – they are saying, is going to last the entire night. So that by the time that you wake up in the morning, you are going to be all set with a still just the little embers still keeping you warm on your camping trip. Pretty exciting. Okay. Now, this is cool. This is the kind of thing I love to see. You know how we're always making fun of all of these different companies when they've got a perfectly good logo and they change it and it looks like crap, Right. I mean, we just gotta laugh at them. They keep to or they change the logo and it just looks it looks worse or they've lost their brand identity or whatever. Oh boy, we've got a good one for you here today. Company that did it right. Look at Burger King's new logo. Very happy. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Love this logo. So this is their old logo for those of you who are on. Uh, ch- uh, podcast only this is the old burger king logo the new one just looks more like a, but it's so simple and look at this great look at the great typeset of that beautiful custom font because burgers it's they're like burgers are round and fun so the font but it looks really really good look at this new logo look at that look at it on the sign it looks so good look at the new packaging that they have isn't that amazing? Look at that! And and uh, Brian is saying it looks like the one uh, from the '80s, back to basics, says Nelson. Uh, and uh, Ivan, you want the link to the campfire? It is going to be in the show notes for the podcast. Um, uh, so you've got to uh, you've got to check it out. But look at this! It's it's like a return, but it's an improvement on what. the And look, look at this jacket and this shirt. I'm going to say something completely bonkers here, guys i would wear this shirt i would wear definitely would wear this jacket i won't look at and look at the new storefront here with the drive up and the curbside and come on look at the stripes how 70s is this these stripes that are here it's so cool i don't even i work did you know and my mom watches this show but i she might remember when i turned 13 my uh my first job when i turned 13 and i started the weekend of my 13th birthday uh this was my first job was uh making burgers at burger king i was paid i think it was three dollars and 35 cents an hour i think i think because that was minimum wage and i worked at burger king and i you know wore the shirt and I, i i i worked there for a while And it was really, really hard job at the time. I think they've come a long way, but I would totally wear this jacket just as like an ironic uh, statement. So listen, I'm going to put out a call. Anyone who can get me a jacket, I think I'm, I don't know if I'd be a small or medium, so you better get me one of each. Uh, send me one of these things. I'm serious. And, uh, the f- person who does it, you're going to get mentioned on the show. You're going to get a mug. You're going to get a sticker and I'll, I'll pay you for it. So I don't I don't, I don't know how, I'm not, I'm not encouraging anyone to steal these. I'm just saying, send me one. Uh, and I'm serious. I'm not even, not even joking. So, uh, I'm excited about these. They look really good. Okay. And there's one more thing back to this Burger King that I saw. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I'm so into this. I have, I know I have a, a problem. He's eating the dirt. But look at this. Look at this. Okay. Are you seeing this, everyone? Are you seeing this? This was tweeted out by uh, Jeeves Williams. Name? I don't know if they're going to be using this as an avatar on Twitter. I don't know if this is. I. Don't, but look at this. Do you, are you seeing this? Is it a bee? Is it a K? Is it a burger? Oh my gosh! And Chris in Chris in the chat says, "I may be able to set you up." Yeah, in BK size, I bet a small. Brian says, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's better than the Fed." Look at this! Look at this! This is just—it's insane! Look how good this is! I want someone to do this with, like, with with my name. Do like a db or something oh and look at this over here and one of the guys says even the threads are fire look at this i would wear this t-shirt i would wear this t-shirt today i'd wear it on the show that's all I've got for you all today. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in. Some quick reminders, I've been Dan Benjamin. You can follow me at Dan Benjamin on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and Periscope. And uh, don't forget, like and subscribe and ring the bell. It helps me, it helps the channel. And in that way, it helps you. And the last, if you really love the show and I hope you do, or any of the other work I do, patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin, support the show, support the work that I do, even just give me a buck I'm getting to the point where sponsorships because of COVID or SOVID, whatever, uh, whatever you want to do, just support the show is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, I really need your help. Patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. That's it. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you again Monday, uh, hopefully at uh, 10 Central, 11 Eastern.